Welcome back to another episode of Professionals Podcasting. In this episode, Attorney Meredith Bott outlines the main consequences of DIY estate planning. Thank you so much for joining us today in our podcast or watching one of our YouTube videos. Um, we appreciate it. Um, today's topic is about do-it-yourself estate planning. And there's all sorts of different ways you could do do-it-yourself estate planning. Obviously, you can create your own will or powers of attorney and do it online or, um, or purchase a software program. They have Willmaker, of course. Um, or you could get on LegalZoom. I know there's plenty of ways that you could prepare your own estate plan. I'm going to talk particularly about something else um, that also has some consequences. And it's really do-it-yourself Medicaid planning. Um, so Medicaid planning is certainly very, very important for clients because when you get to an older age or even any age where you might need some long-term care, it's pretty scary to think about how am I going to pay for this, this care? Um, I will tell you from experience on personal level and through clients that if you want at-home care, it can cost anywhere from $10,000 to $15,000 a month just for 24-7 at-home caregiver. It's a lot of money. Um, your savings will run out really fast. Obviously, the other option is certainly to go into a home, to go into a nursing home. So a nursing home will run anywhere from ten to twelve to fifteen thousand a month, as well in the Chicago land area. So either option is expensive. So people ask me, how do I protect my assets? So that's always one of the biggest topics, um, and I share with them that there are ways to plan around it, but you have to be on top of it and you have to do it early. So the reason why this topic is actually really um, kind of on my mind was last week I had a conversation with a prospective client. It's actually the daughter of prospective clients. So the parents are in their 70s. Both have had some challenges um, health-wise. Um, not so much to be needing to go into a nursing home, but they are, you know, at home and they do need care here and there. So the daughter did go and live with parents really a while ago now. It's about 15 years because they started to show some challenges even back then. And so daughter has lived with them all along. So daughter a few years ago, back in 2020, um, was talking to them about their care and certainly how to take care of them. Um, so number one, most people, once you hit 65, they sign up for Medicare. That's an automatic. You do get that as um, as somebody who's in the United States, and they will take care of hospitalizations and some medication issues and some things. But that's pretty much Medicare is an automatic six, at age 65. Medicaid is certainly different. Medicaid is needs based, and you have to have a certain level of assets and income in order to qualify. And so that is a state of it's state by state. So the state of Illinois does cover the Medicaid expenses if you qualify. So daughter thought, okay, well, we have Medicare, but we also have to have this Medicare supplement. And the Medicare supplement costs obviously some money out of pocket. 
mom and dad, all they own is the house that they bought in the 60s and paid off. Okay, house is about $350,000 today. That's where they live. That's where daughter lives right now. And um, they didn't have any savings, no other retirement account. They have some social security income and that's it. So daughter said, well, you're paying for this Medicare supplement, but it is expensive. And, you know, you're obviously reducing the amount that you're either you're being able to use for your own expenses. And so daughter went ahead and did her own research and found out that they could probably qualify for Medicaid. Okay. So therein is the issue of do it yourself. It's very easy in today's technology world to go on YouTube, to go on websites, to do all of this research and essentially try to be the your only, you know, your own um self educated attorney, you know, to, to be able to do it. And it sounds fairly straightforward. I'll just apply for Medicaid. I'll fill out the paperwork. It should be fine. Well, that's what she did. You know, you could have a home and qualify for Medicaid. That's a, a given. And so she disclosed that they have the home and they have minimal um, income coming in. They were actually approved fairly quickly and they have been getting this Medicaid since 2020. What have they received from Medicaid? Well, they're getting um, Medicare supplement paid for, which was the one thing they wanted to get done. But then they also get some caregiver time, three hours a week. Not a whole lot, but at least it's something. And I'm sure they get other things through Medicaid, um, but those are the two that, that, they, they, that stand out. Fast forward now, three years later, and daughter is in a panic. Daughter is asking me, what do I do now with the house? Like, how can I protect the house? So it sounds, you know, you'd think, okay, how can we help her? Can we put it into what is called a Medicaid trust? Can we gift it out of the estate and give it to the children? There's all sorts of, you know, thoughts in her head. Because certainly $350,000 is nothing to sneeze about because it's a lot of money. Mom and dad came here in the United States as immigrants and paid that off with their, you know, blood, sweat and tears. And now she's wondering, how do I protect the house for my parents and make sure that that money is still there? I knew deep down it was a not going to be a good conversation because what ended up happening was... You know, I chatted with her. I did go and check again to see if there's anything we can do. But at the bottom of it, the bottom line is there's nothing you can do. Why? Because she should have consulted an attorney, either myself or someone else, prior to filing that application. The minute you file that application for Medicaid, they know. You've disclosed everything. You've disclosed you have a house. You've disclosed that this is their assets and their income. And now they're qualified based on those application terms. Every single year, I think she said even every six months, there is a disclosure or renewal form for Medicaid that you have to tell them, well, this is all they have and this is all they're receiving for income. So you're constantly reassuring the state of Illinois that this is really what they have. And the bottom line is it's too late to do anything with the house. 
And when I say that is in the state of Illinois, in many states, we have a recovery um, uh, law, which allows the state of Illinois to recover assets at the time of mom and dad's death. So when both of them have passed and the house is on the market, the state of Illinois can put a lien on the property and receive back everything that they've provided to mom and dad. So if the house is worth 350, they've given the, you know, they live for another five, 10 years and they've given mom and dad about $300,000 worth of care, then basically that money goes to them first and then the kids would inherit any leftover funds if there's any. If it's the opposite one, then there's more care that was given um, in comparison to the amount of the sale proceeds, they can't ask for anything more, but they can get up to 100% of the sale proceeds. So in this, when I say this do-it-yourself advice, do-it-yourself research, do-it-yourself, this is simple, I could do it, no big deal, I don't need to call a lawyer. That mistake could essentially cost the family $350,000. That's how much it could cost them, and it's a lot of money. Unfortunately, there's nothing we can help her with. And I'm using this particular story to share with everybody who listens and who knows about this. So please, please, please talk to lawyers. Um, get the advice you need. What seems simple could have massive consequences. And this is the application, right? This is Medicaid planning application, a big deal. Even when you create your own power of attorney, even when you say, I'm going to download this will and I'm going to write it out. Almost always when I see a do-it-yourself document, I see litigation. I see lots of money going to lawyers. I see years of fighting amongst family members. And it's not worth it. What seems so simple to you as a consumer is not typically simple in the eyes of the legal world. The, the, the laws will be very, very complex when it comes to dealing with this Medicaid application, dealing with probate when you do your own will. It's complex, more than you think you realize just by doing some simple research. So please, if there's one thing that once you listen to this podcast is what I ask is anybody that you know is thinking about doing some documents on their own, just let them have some advice first before they do anything. And, you know, that 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 um, phrase, penny wise, pound foolish, it's well worth the money that you will pay the attorney for the advice and for the documents to do it right versus you doing it wrong and possibly losing $350,000 of an asset that mom and dad have been paying for for years, right? So again, um, just be careful, do it, do it yourself and, you know, your own research. It's always good to do some research, but certainly talk to someone who knows, who has the experience and just kind of the, um, kind of just the case knowledge because he, we just know there's more to it than, than just a simple form. So again, uh, thank you so much for coming to our podcast or watching our podcast 
are listening in. We really appreciate it. If you have questions, definitely call us anytime or check out our website. And we have plenty of information as well as um, seminars that you can attend. Hope you have a great day. Thank you.